Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Mahogany Bookkeeping provides a full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, sales tax, and much more. To schedule a consultation with Mahogany Bookkeeping, click the buy button on this ad or visit mahoganybookkeeping.com. Hi, this is Yvette Freeman, publisher of The Envoy. If you're a minority or female business owner or creative artist, The Envoy magazine wants to help promote your business. Get listed, get featured, get seen. Visit theenvoyguide.com for more info. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back another week on my show here on Biz Radio Asheville. Again, I want to thank the listeners and Matt Matan and the whole Biz Radio Asheville family for being so supportive. We're continuing to keep reaching streaming platforms. So again, just download, download, download. Um, And I just want to thank you guys again so much. So let's jump right into today's show because this is the first time since I started back in April that I have a guest on for the second time. So this guest has helped me set up all of my business websites, logos, branding, um, and she's just a good friend of mine. And she's currently helping me kind of rebrand and pivot my balance virtually business going into 2022. And she has a lot of ventures going on as well. So without further ado, I would like to welcome back to the show, Julietta Funberg of Julietta Funberg Creative. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me back again. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, before we got uh, started recording, Matt and I was teasing Julietta that she is an honorary member of Biz Radio Asheville. This has to be at least over a dozen times that you've been oh, yeah. on the show. With different hosts, yeah. Oh yeah, totally, with different hosts and whatnot, yeah. I'm always able to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you so much. And for the listeners that might not have heard the dozen other shows, just give a quick little blurb about you and the services you provide, and then we're gonna jump right into how you're assisting me in rebranding and how you've kind of become this rebranding queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, what I've been doing for the past 20 years, it's been branding businesses and helping them with their um, marketing materials, uh, finding their vision, finding their um, how to market their products, how to package their products and services, because sometimes they don't even know how to make them a sellable product. Mm-hmm. Um, and within that, of course, using my graphic talents to making all those graphics, materials, and everything so they look good and appealing to the to their audience and the clients um in the past few months i've pivoted myself a little bit uh to just be more exclusive to certain clients that i um pick to do their branding veronica being one of them that bless um, you thank I, you i'm one of the very low poor yeah, low on the toting pole because 
but still very special to my heart. Thank you. And um, I only help a few people a year now with branding, and I'm focusing mostly in photography, which that is portraits, headshots, products, and corporate events that I photograph and um, creating beautiful artwork because I am a painter, I'm an artist. So um, I've decided to just focus more into feel what feels the most my heart. Uh, but I do still like to help because I do have the talents and the knowledge that I've been using for 20 years to help um, businesses elevate their brand and, you know, grow. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. And what I'm doing now with Veronica, she decided to change a little bit. So let's change the brand a little bit. So the message aligns with what she's doing. Yeah. And, you know, I, you just so like nonchalantly said, you know, over the past 20 years and keep in mind, <laughs> listeners, Julieta is. A I don't even lady. know. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I know that you've been through so much over the years and you've worked with different types of clients. And I think it's actually harder the longer you've been in business to kind of pivot because you do know that I can always work with this certain group of people and get paid. Mm -hmm. But I love that you're following what your soul needs and you've realized like this stuff just isn't satisfying and you're going back to your creative roots mm -hmm. versus, you know, when I met you, you were doing a lot more websites and mm -hmm. yeah, that's good money. But as we know, it's a lot that you have to get from clients and then clients want you to do a lot and they don't necessarily want to pay and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so, hundred percent. Yeah, That's a lot of that. And um, honestly, I was just not, you know, it's one of those things where you wake up in the morning and like, oh, I got to do that. Uh -huh. And instead of I get to do that. So I wasn't excited about it anymore. And it, it could be a mixture of things between doing it for so long um, you know, what you just mentioned, you know, they want all this stuff for nothing. And, you know, I can't, I've been doing it for 20 years. That's what you're paying for the experience and the yep. fact that I am that knowledgeable that could take your, your brand to where it needs to go. Um, yeah. And we've talked about the fact that because you have all this experience, you've basically become like a business coach. You know, mm -hmm. you're not just yeah. this creative that can do photography and painting yeah. and websites and things of that sort, which is an amazing. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, I just come and talk to you for a therapy session. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> how can I help to that? <laughs> exactly. But it's, but it's true, though. And then whenever you have even a... Um, you know, a, a like a question like that. I mean, how many times we've talked about where your business is going and like, and you're mm -hmm. like, what do you think about it? I'm like, well, if you do it maybe like this, mm -hmm. it might be a better fit and you might be able to, I'm always with the work smarter, not harder. So I'm like, well, maybe if you do it this way, you're working smarter in your business and you, you know, that way you can have a balance between work and life and you don't have to kill yourself. I mean, we're here in this planet to have a life, not to yes. work and pay our bills. Yes. Um, but we have to, you know, since we're not all farmers, we kind of have to work <laughs> to pay our bills. So yeah. um, it's a big part of, okay, if we do it this way, then you can make more money in less time, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're actually paying for your value, for your actual value. Yep. And then, you know, off you go. So yeah, that's kind of a big part of actually I've always done it but now I'm emphasizing it more um, as part of how I help people I love that and you know we always give different tips and jewels to the listeners and I feel like you just did I was going to ask you mm -hmm. you know how do you stay going you know we have this pandemic then there's restrictions coming back because we're leading into the fall how do you 
tell listeners, how do you prepare for that? How do you continue to survive when you do have a lot more challenges happening now than probably you've ever seen in, in your 20 years of experience? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, the last year, although I did okay, I felt the whole weight of the world in my shoulders. And, you know, I was like, what is happening to us? <laughs> I know. And I was like, but then I look back, I'm like, I did okay. It was mm-hmm. fine. I wasn't like, it, in my mind, it was worse because of everything else, but not particularly because of my business. This year I've suffered because of, I, I apparently like everybody has run out of funds or they're, you know, kind of tired, yep. whatever that is. But um, I think that preparing, like doing, like I, I have a plan for the next three months to kind of overwork a little bit mm-hmm. and have to create other streams of income yep. one way or another to where um, I can rely on other things because it, people have been, inconsistent and i understand i mean with all the right to be i mean everybody's freaking out again a little bit and you know Mm -hmm. should i spend my money on this right now maybe not and there's no side of help you know from the government at all um as far as i know i only got one help in the whole year and a half which yeah. is barely enough. So, and some people didn't get any help. Where we right. know that some of these larger corporations got millions. Which right. So, so it's been, a, it's been a long stretch because we've already been in this for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So, what I, I mean, there's still money out there. There's still a flow. It's just trying to find different things besides of what you're doing in the sense of you know create another stream of things. Like I have a lot of products, but I never taking the time to properly market it or push it or whatever. So I'm right. like, okay, I have to sit down and actually do this because it will help me and it will help me to at least continue with the cash flow. I think that the big one of the biggest issues for small businesses is cash flow. Absolutely. And I think that that um, would help to kind of, you know, fill in some of the holes until this thing is over. I mean, until this whole thing is not over. We can't, we can't have a straight plan that you think that it's 100% going to work. Because right. that's the thing. It's part of it. Yeah. And I think, you know, listeners, entrepreneurs out there, you know, there's nothing wrong if you do have to pick up a part-time job or you do have to, you know, I, I work. <laughs> yeah, Julieta just did. And she's been doing this for 20 years. And I have a client that she just started her business and it's kind of slow and it's seasonal. And she said, you know what, Veronica, I just had to pick up a part-time job. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not defeat. You have to do what you have to do. I work part-time at my son's school, mm-hmm. helping out. Um, I'm trying to pivot out of another um, job that I have, which I've been, um, talking with Julietta, trying to figure out how I can kind of add different services to balance virtually where I initially was like, well, I don't have time to do this. But just like you said, you, you can't afford not to have time because we know come Thanksgiving, no one's going to work for almost like two months. Yep. At, at least in Asheville, that's what it always seems to work like. And you can't, good luck with someone paying an invoice, mm-hmm. you know, from the end of November until about New Year's. A hundred percent. Well, and, and to me, like some of those months have been, not that they've been bad, but they've been uh, like, you can rely on those. Like I've had Decembers mm-hmm. that were amazing. Actually, I think December of 2019, I think it was my best December. Like yes. it was the best month actually of the whole year, mm-hmm. but it's unpredictable. I never know if that's going to go that way or crickets. Right. Right. <laughs> so I, I count it as like, if it works amazing, but if it doesn't, that's okay. Cause if not, I stress about it and I stress everybody out. I'm like, why are you not paying this? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, picking. I, I I remember when I started twenty years ago. I think that for the first five years, I had a part time job being a waitress, just 
to make sure I had my bills paid sure. and everything else was money that I was making, doing and building my business. Cause I didn't, I never got instruction of, on how to run a business. This has been all self-taught and rolling with the life punches. And yes. Which you've done an amazing and, job with because yes, you are and, a single entrepreneur. You don't have mommy or daddy giving you money or a partner. And I don't have a husband. And I thought you were going to say single parent. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't have no children. I have a cat. That's it. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's been, a, but that was the, the way of that. I thought that at least I could, you know, pay my bills until I got the business off the ground. Mm -hmm. And then it's something I can always rely on because it's easy for me to pick it up and just do it and get cash for. It. And at least it covers my bills and it's, it doesn't interfere with my, with my work because like, Right now, I will only be helping in the weekends and at nights. So I'm right. kind of overworking just to make sure that my bills are paid at least. And then having, and I'm trying to build all the other streams. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to stress as much while we're going through this craziness. Because it just went, you know, from being okay last year to being super crappy this year. So it's not for not for everybody, but for me, it just happened that way, and I'm trying to kind of snap out of it. But um, oh no, I think a lot is, of people you know. can relate to that because mm -hmm. even without this pandemic, a lot of minorities weren't getting funding. You know, so mm -hmm. a lot of people that I know that are of color or women that have businesses, they always had a full time job. Mm -hmm. You know, while they're trying to run their business. So imagine trying to work on branding, work on your accounting trying to have a business plan, but you have a whole full-time job. So, you know, mm -hmm. people actually are fortunate if they can work in a predicament like yourself, pick up a part-time job that's not mm -hmm. interfering with the hours that you have a studio open, mm -hmm. that you can work on those other streams of income. Um, so yes, thankfully, a little bit of funding came in with the pandemic, but to your point, we were already behind. Oh yeah. And they still haven't given enough at this point. And I know mm -hmm. unemployment and evictions and all those things are now running out. So I'm really curious to see what they're going to do leading into the end of the year to the beginning of the year, because we're on the brink of a crash because if it's not for the government giving us money, people are still not working. Yeah, no, they're not. And, you know, there are a lot of jobs, although they're, they're hiring everywhere, they're still not paying enough. Nope. <clears throat> so yep. it's just one of those things where I don't think it's going to, you know, be stable somewhat until mm -hmm. after we think that we've defeated the virus that's yeah. open, and people keep on getting vaccinated it's not a political statement it's yeah. a vaccine. <laughs> um and you know just to make it as stop being so selfish and think as a whole of how much better we could be if everybody could just put their you know their put a, yeah or put put a mask on distance Something. everybody can do their part you can't just complain and not do anything no and but. that's the thing well and, and if you don't that's fine stay home that's cool you don't exactly. want to, it's, it's a part of being on a public place it's the same thing that you wouldn't be you know naked in a public place because you will get arrested i don't want to see you know your you know, <laughs> it's one of those things whatever you do in your home it's in your home right if you're going to be out in public you have to respect you know each other and that's kind of one exactly. of those things so um yeah hopefully we'll be on the other side sooner than later but still there's you know a lot of businesses that can't sustain to be open because they don't have people to work for them but then at the same time and sometimes it's not even that they can't pay for it they just can't afford it like if you would ask me yep. 
if I, you know, for me to pay an employee right now $25 an hour, I can't afford it. Right. I could afford maybe 15, but for that, then I don't have an employee at all. But then mm -hmm. that means that I can have, you know, open, like if I had a storefront, I couldn't have it open as much as I could because I wouldn't be able to be there all the time. Right. Like, which, yeah, which totally leads me into like what we've been talking about with Balance Virtually, where I want to mm -hmm. contract with a bookkeeper, but it has to be based off of having revenue. You know, like right. we will split these funds when they come in, but I just can't pay you an hourly rate. And right. I don't have the the customers yet, so I totally I totally right. get that. Yeah, and and that's the thing too. Um, and and we do have an issue in Nashville where people don't want to work. I had, <laughs> yeah, I you had, think? Yeah, <laughs> I had a few salespeople back like three years ago, and that was kind of the thing. I mean, I I put them on commission because that is the thing for salespeople. I can't pay a salary because if I pay a salary, that means that you're not going to push yourself to sell, and. Right. They didn't work enough. They didn't even make one, one sale. I'm like, that's the reason why I wasn't going to pay you salary. And because it's so hard, too. What's the point? I can't pay you. Right. And in Asheville, <clears throat> with the livable wage being close to $20 an hour, mm -hmm. everyone just feels like, well, I'm not going to get out of bed, you know, for more mm -hmm. than that. But at the same time, it's like, but you're not working. Hard. You know, what I'm asking mm -hmm. you to do, you have to show me some type of results. I, it was funny because I was sitting the other day talking to this lady that I'm going to help in. It's it's a restaurant. And the um, one of the waitresses that was there that apparently, because she's short staffed too, and that's why I'm helping her. Mm -hmm. And because I know her and I've known her for years and I make good money when I, because that's the thing too about me. I can't make 10 bucks an hour. That's just, no, that, that would be a loss. A Nothing loss. wrong with those that make that, but yeah. Yeah, for me personally, because I have, you know, the studio to sustain and my house to sustain. But, um, uh, and the girl, uh, she freaked out because she was going to be by herself. Mm. And so the owner of the restaurant, she's Argentinian too. And we have kind of the, the very similar work ethic. Which you guys work till you, till you die, you know, yeah, like there are no breaks. So she answers to her, I'm like, but you will be making all the money. Right. And I looked at her little girl like, yeah, you'll be making all the money. And she's like, oh, it's too much work. I'm like, oh, my God, you don't get it, do you? <laughs> and I think that's the thing, too. We have, even, you know, in the entrepreneurship world, just do what you can do. You know, having too much work might is a bad problem is a good bad problem to have but you can figure it out and you just have to communicate with people like hey it's gonna probably take me a little longer to do this if you're okay with it then okay same thing in the restaurant i'm only the um, i i so appreciate that when servers tell me hey i'm the only one working this whole restaurant we only got one cook in the back it's gonna be a little while yeah. i appreciate that you know just well, totally. upfront communication but not only that like it's the my my point is that was like the effort of that one day that you could have made more money just because it was you. And uh, like taking on the opportunity that you just had instead of seeing it as, oh crap, I gotta work by myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause she, she's not by herself all the time. It was just that one night that happened to happen. I take on any opportunity that I can have, mainly when it's gonna be super beneficial for me. I don't care if I'm tired, I'm do I'm pushing it because it's worth it at the end. I'll rest that, tomorrow, it's all right. That, yeah, that goes back to entrepreneurship too. I have mm -hmm. um, a client that she just started a hot dog stand and right now she's just working Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I mm -hmm. said, Hey, if you feel like you're not getting the revenue revenue you want on those days, add a couple more days, you know, and sometimes people feel like, well, they get so stuck in, well, this is how I always thought it was going to be. It's your business. 
nobody's going to tell you how much that you need to work, but you know, you know, the expenses that you have and the Mm -hmm. income that you want to make. And so, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to remember you're going to get what you put into it. And sometimes you're going to be alone. Totally. And you have to try what works for you personally, because like in my studio, it's very funny. I've told you this, that most of the artist studios, they open Friday and Saturdays. And I don't want to give up my Saturday because I work all week. So I yep. don't really care for being there on Saturdays. And it happened that Saturdays are not my best selling days. I don't really sell because in my studio, I have artwork and prints mm-hmm. and things like that that I sell. And Saturdays, it's rare the day that I sell. During the week, I sell the most. Yes. It works for me. Like yesterday I was there and I made, you know, very, a very nice day in sales. Mm-hmm. Why? Because probably the other studios aren't open and that helps me. Exactly. So they're wondering and they only, see, you know, they, they buy what they see, even if they like it or not. I think <laughs> everything is cool. It's just that everybody has a budget so they won't buy a thing in every single place. So right. some people might already walked in with bags and they already spend enough so they might not buy something in my sh- in, in my shop but that's okay but during the week apparently most of the studios are closed mm-hmm. but i'm there working doing my thing and i have the door open so i sell most of the times during the week and nobody like none of the other artists and like i've told them that like you need to come during the week right and but- that's such a great point because you're right that's another great tip that you have to do what works for you and you mm-hmm. can't just copy what the next person in your field is doing all the time because that might not work for you. And I had to learn that the first few years, like I don't want to do taxes or I don't Mm -hmm. want to work for these type of clients, even though people said it would be easy from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. So um, before we go, Julia, because already that time, can you just tell the listeners how they can get in contact with you, any events that you have going on in the Rivers Art District or all over um, Western North Carolina so we can support you, especially during this time where we know it's starting to get a little slow in the creative world. Totally. Um, so um, you can find me in the River Arts District, 348 Depot Street, uh, Studio 120 at the Pink Dot Creative. Um, online, julietafumber.com. I do have a store online. If you want to support me and buy some of my artwork, I will be amazingly grateful and my cat will love you too because that feeds him too <laughs> <laughs> and events coming up i don't because of this crazy virus sure. i wanted to do um an open house open house of some sort every month but it's just so unstable and i don't want people to freak out and or do all the you know effort to do it an, an event and then they show, don't show up so totally understand. eventually yes i want to do a monthly kind of open house where people come hang out buy some art uh have some drinks you know chit chat mm-hmm. network and so forth but not yet i don't think Right. Well, we can definitely support you by going to your site and um, checking out because I know you have amazing artwork that my mom is trying to rip you off and purchase from you heavily discounted. So we're like, no, no, yes. But thank you again for always being so supportive, even in the midst of all these challenges. You're always a breath of fresh air and. Um, when I was thinking about who I wanted to have on the show, I was like, I want to have Julietta back on because we have been working together and I just appreciate you so much. The radio station loves you. So any way that we can support you, we will. Um, so thank just thank you, you again for being you and not giving up because you are an inspiration to a lot of entrepreneurs out here because 
as soon as I see, you know, a motivational post from Juliet online, I'm like, I can do it. I can get through the day. You can do it. You can do this. <laughs> I, I say it to myself and to others. We can all do it. Yes, we got this. Yeah. So I, again, just want to thank the listeners for tuning in and just remember to listen to the show on Fridays at 4.30 p.m. And stay connected to all things Biz Radio Asheville by going to our site, bizradioashville.com, or getting the app by entering in 36260 as the contact and texting Asheville. So thank you again, Ms. Funberg, and we'll be chatting and taking pictures and doing stuff soon. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.